Hello, and it's just us two today, and today we're going to be talking about Prisoner of Azkaban, the psychonique. <laughs> yes, like notably the better of one of the better Harry Potter films. Yes, I and the ranking. I yeah, I agree. It's my, it's one of my favorites. I think it's top notch. Um, and so we're going to get into it. I've got a little synopsis here. I wrote this myself, by the way. So <laughs> right, let's see it. Okay, just. Because <clears throat> all the ones in online were butters, they were like Harry goes to school for third year and is in trouble. I'm like, that's all the films, bitch. Yeah. yeah, well, is this going to be a, a spoiler-filled synopsis? Because it's going to have to be for the the podcast audience. What if they've never seen Harry Potter? You know. Well, then they need to go watch it because this isn't a spoiler. You know what? It's, it hints. It hints. It hints. Right. That's fine. Yeah. That's easier. Yeah. Maybe they'll go watch it because of your synopsis. You know what they better. Okay. Harry Potter's third year at Hogwarts has a bumpy start when he learns that deranged mass murderer Sirius Black has escaped Azkaban with one purpose in mind, to kill him. As Dementors, the joy-sucking dark guards of Azkaban, are sent to protect the school from Black, Harry comes into the company of a mysterious but kind new defence against the dark arts teacher. But as Harry comes to discover some horrors of his past, is this new teacher really all he seems harry must begin to challenge who he believes and more importantly who he trusts very nice very suspense building there thank you <laughs> yeah and also like it's it very clearly paints the picture of how this film starts which is it literally is like you are no longer a kid someone wants to kill you go do you know yeah, what I mean? that's like yeah. that's sort of tone that's set right from the start of the film. Yeah, it's shit the bed time in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first question was, um, you know, for everyone, everyone being <laughs> me and you, me and you. Uh, <laughs> when did you first see the film, and what did you think upon first viewing? What do you think now? Well, when I first saw it, was when it first came out because I was mm-hmm. a Harry Potter child, read all the books as they came out, followed all the films as they came out, went and saw it every year with my family, IMAX and IMAX vibes. So I remember this one in the cinema, I was shitting myself. See the opener where mm-hmm. he runs away and then he's like sitting in the dark street um, mm-hmm. and, like he's mm-hmm. like sort- and then something's sort of following him in the dark that yeah here's the living show because i was like because the thing is like obviously i i was like young harry potter is terrifying when you're that age and after and they they do get progressively scarier so the first one is like Mm -hmm. a bit scary that weird the second one with the snake it's like scary but like the actual like villain is still like a teenager like a teenage boy so you're like it's not that scary but then in this one it's like the whole film is shadowed in darkness of like mysterious and then you find out that it's like a grown man wants to kill Harry and you're like fuck like he's just a little boy so yeah I think my first thought was it was very scary and I also was very anxious to see the film because as a the book like a lover of the books Prisoner of Azkaban was my favorite book so I always see this, like, Prisoner of Azkaban's my favourite book and Goblet of Fire is my favourite film. 
and mm-hmm. the, this film did live up to the book but just not quite as it doesn't quite execute as well as a film as it does in the book because I feel like this film in particular is a lot about Harry learning about his parents his past and his like and trying to figure out where he fits in the world and I think that mm-hmm. although the film touches on that it also is filled with a lot of action like the book but it doesn't I don't think it gives enough time to the sort of interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. and also the fact that Hermione's like basically not there for half this film also gets at a lower rating because she's iconic but she pulls out in the end though with her little mm-hmm. necklace yeah Nice. Yeah, that, nice. that was my thoughts. Um, what about you? I, I'm the same. I was a Harry Potter kid. I remember going to see this in the cinema. Um, and I loved it. You know, it was it was like you say, like a lot darker, um, a lot more spooky, um, especially that beginning bit um when he's in the park and there's like the like growling of like yeah. serious and you know But you don't know if it what you yeah know. you don't like at the time you're like at that time you don't know you just think it's some like fear and then the, the bus like scary. like i he got on that bus and i was like the first thing human parents muggle parents teach people is do not get in random strangers cars and he just yeah. he sees this magic bus and he goes do you know what i'm getting right. on it i was yeah. like you could that could bus could be going straight to Lord Voldemort yeah you don't even know that but i think yeah. that shows his innocence and i think very good the good thing this film does is it starts off very innocent and slowly mm-hmm. harry gradually like he he like ends up working smarter not harder you know what I yeah mean? yeah yeah i do know what you mean so i but i was the same i loved um i i loved it from the off i thought it was so cool and you know what I was just when I first saw it, obviously I was just a kid, but it was very exciting, um, you know, to go and see it in in the cinema and like experience it, and you know, what's the trilogy, and you know, what's to come, and stuff like that. Um, and that when I first saw it, I hadn't read the books, but I think it was after it's after Goblet of Fire came out, I started to read the books, because um, mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot in Goblet of Fire that they leave out because the book is so big, but. So after yeah. Goblet of Fire came out, I read the books. And I really liked Azkaban as a book. And I don't know maybe it's because if it's because that I saw the film first and then read the book after, but I actually do prefer the film. Mm, um, you're wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. You're wrong. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Delete it bald. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it was because... Um, I think that's probably because I really, that's why I prefer the film. I really love this film. Um, and then when I saw it later again, like later in life, um, I began to really appreciate like the stylistic choice of the film. Because mm-hmm. obviously Alfonso Cuaron, first new director um, yeah. on the scene um, for Harry Potter, and he has like unlike Chris Columbus who doesn't really have any like sort of visual like style or monkey or anything yeah. like that um Kiron's got like a very visual style and I loved I loved that like it felt like a completely new thing felt like a completely new Harry Potter film I just thought it was so cool and when I rewatched it I just appreciated it so much more and I think that I think the style 
artistic choices is why I was drawn to it at first, but now as an adult, it's definitely why it's one of my favourite films mm-hmm. in the series. You know that um, Prisoner of Azkaban's the highest rated Harry Potter film on IMDb apart from the last one. Is it? Yeah, so I think uh, that... I, I did know, here's a fun fact for you, yeah. I did know that um, where did I put it? Who knows? Not me. Oh, here we go. It made $797 million worldwide, which mm-hmm. makes it, which made it the second highest grossing film in 2004, only coming in slightly behind Shrek 2. Nice. And Shrek 2 is a great film, so there you go. Shrek 2 is a great film. David, next one, Shrek, Shrek 2, please. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so following up from obviously talking about books versus films and films versus books my second question was that um, like there's a lot of critique obviously around that with people who are really into Potter around the books versus the film adaptations and this particular film um, got like a lot of critique because a lot of readers were upset that it like lacks references to like the marauders like like that Hermione's character is not really done as well that um you know that there's generally just a lot lacking and also that a lot of people weren't happy with like the stylistic choices so it's very like it's very like a Marmite film for a lot of people who like Harry Potter um so I know you've seen all the other films how does this and you've also read all the all the books how does this rank in your book to film adaptation rating i think right obviously prisoner rascal is my favorite book of the series mainly down to character relationships character development etc not because of the action but and like also but the action that does happen in the book is some of my favorite like obviously with the wolves and I love werewolves and like that whole thing and then also learning mm-hmm. about Harry's dad and his dad's friends and the sort of past and mm-hmm. also um I love hippogriffs and I love buckbeak and that sort of side storyline was one of my favorites so I think there's a there's I think the reason it got lo- lots of backlash is because there's a lot going on in Prisoner of Azkaban with the time turners the whole Remus bit, the whole like Peter Pettigrew bit, the map bit, mm-hmm. everything. There's a lot going on in the book, and on top of that, there's a lot of like moments where it's pages and pages of just conversation between characters where we're sort of learning more about mm-hmm. people, development more about people. And I think obviously the in the film that's a lot to put in one film, so they've sort of compartmentalized it, like keeping Hermione out of the picture just so when she comes in with the time turner it sort of makes more sense like instead of doing it exactly the way the book did so I think it is a big task to turn such a complex book into a film and that can be said for all the Harry Potter films but I think it does its best and I think one of the most important things is like people hate on Prisoner of Azkaban as one of the films um, because it has a complete shift in tone to the rest of them mm-hmm. and like you mm-hmm. said shift in style and it really does 
make an effort to focus on interpersonal relationships rather than focus on the sort of bigger picture, bigger story. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that was obviously intentional because the book feels like that. So, like obviously the first two films, it's like you're a wizard, like this is so exciting, but there's some sort of dark past, like what's going on here something really weird and then I think that Prisoner of Azkaban is really important because it's a very transitional film where you sort of see the loss of innocence and for for the three of them like Harry, Ron and Hermione to start making like you have a sense that in the first two films they sort of fall into these incidents and they feel a bit mm-hmm. helpless and they're like kids and they're like oh, what are we gonna do but in Prisoner of Azkaban they definitely start making their own choices and deliberately putting themselves in these situations for the greater good when it comes to like saving Buckbeak trying to go back in time saving everyone like do you know what I mean like that is they haven't fallen into it and then when oh let's go with it they've deliberately made these choices and then that obviously continues into Goblet of Fire and then onwards as the films get more serious and more dark and they actually come into contact with the main storyline so I think that it does a really good job of being a tonal shift and also like a good transition for the sort of main characters where we learn more about them and they're sort of getting ready for this sort of big battle that's coming and you feel that Mm -hmm. in the film. I agree I yeah I agree I think um Obviously, I said earlier that this, like, I prefer the film to the book here. Um, I think that's just because, like, like I said, like, I think, like you said, the characters have, like, more agency and, like, more, um, I feel like they have more, they have more power in, like, their, mm-hmm. their actions. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you said, they're not just kids, like, falling into other people's plots, like, they're obviously trying to seek out like their own destiny and they take they take the trouble into their own hands this time yeah. whereas like before it's feel like a lot of like Dumbledore's plots like get, yeah. get involved in them do you know what I mean whereas like, like someone else mm-hmm. Harry yeah and I agree I love this film because obviously like I think it's a lot of character development as well like I think the first two films obviously they're a lot younger there's a big like maturity jump from two to three mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> if ever, if anyone's listening and can hear can hear whining it's my friend's dog um she just just wants pants in the minute so <laughs> <laughs> apologies it's okay rebarb um rebarb loves harry potter um of course not jk she probably doesn't um but yeah she's like, like president raskin because there's lots of dogs there is there's lots of dogs in it um and her brother austin kind of looks like serious in dog form mm-hmm. he's a greyhound he's a black greyhound and he kind of looks like serious when he's a doggy except less shaggy um but anyway what was i saying um what was i saying yeah i feel like the current like um like there's a big maturity jump um between this and between two and three and um I think now they feel like it just feels like they're like they're just not like they're just not very kiddy anymore do you know I mean I feel like they have more to themselves does that make sense like their characters are more fleshed out like in the first two films everyone kind of feels a bit boring even though Harry's supposed to be special do you know what I mean like yeah. he's like he's like ten, and what ten year olds interesting? 
like none of them. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Especially um, a 10-year-old boy. Exactly, exactly. Like the only mildly interesting character in the first two books is Hermione. So um in the first two films anyway, sorry. Um so I think that's the talk I've a drink. <laughs> I hope everyone's enjoying this area. We we can't hear it. I can't hear it. Oh, can you not? Okay, no. good. Okay, David can just take that very then. Anyway. Um so I th- yeah, so I think like this film just does a great job of bringing the characters really way more into their own, and just ha- making them have some personality. Do you know, what I mean, Harry gets this whole revenge kick from you know finding out like more about his past because his knowledge of his past is so limited, and Hermione gets like a really developed arc with like obviously going back and forth from classes it really shows off her studious nature which pays off in the later films Ron shows himself as like a very dedicated friend so I think it I think this film is one of my favorites because of that because the character growth is so like is is so interesting and unique and I think that is down to to Ron's direction as well because obviously like he had directed um I forget the name of the film I think it's Oh, it's in it's in Spanish, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess up the title. But <laughs> he's he did like young like YA films before this, and so I think it's like obviously like he knew how to get a really good performance out of like all the kids actors that were on set, and it just felt more real. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it was more grounded in reality. So yeah, um, that's why I personally prefer the book and personally prefer the film and don't like have any um qualms about the 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 adaptation but I know some people some people are very not on board with this film um and I read I was on reddit and it was like the 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 thread was like why do so many people hate the prisoner of Azkaban and this one this one reddit user had like written like it was like a novel in itself it was so long i could yeah. read more button and it took me on to like an entirely new web page it was so long like this opinion <laughs> she was like she was like a it sucks b it also sucks and i'm like okay dude like chill it's just a film it's okay like you don't need to be doing all that so uh, but yeah people are really people are really either love it or hate it on on this film yeah I think it definitely is like you have to be either really like serious which I do he's my favorite character and so really be committed to his introduction to the series mm-hmm. uh, or you have to like be down with the the darkness like be down with the tone shift there's nothing happy in this film and I think that is like one of the one of the things because yeah. even the happiness at the end is sort of tainted, so yeah, it's better sweet. It's better sweet. Yeah, better sweet film. Okay, so moving on. Um, in talking about characters and characterization, uh-huh. um, who's your favorite Harry Potter character? Let's get into it right now. I want in the whole want series or in this film. In the whole series, I want opinions, I want onions, I want <laughs> proofs, I want facts. 
my favorite ca- character in the whole series is Hermione for obvious reasons mm-hmm. but we've discussed this before to a point where it's like who's your favorite main character who's your favorite side character who's your favorite like casual yes. character we have we all depth. we all have our our favorites but our favorites are very similar it's like if you were to list off like best characters in Harry Potter verse you're talking you're talking Hermione you're talking Mrs Weasley Tonks Remus Sirius obviously I love Neville I love Luna Tree Lolly mm-hmm. like just like <laughs> you know how you say Trelawney Trelawney you said Tree Lolly yeah I'm what that's how I'm saying it I commit is that how you're saying it you're committing to that are you yeah okay okay yeah, um my favorite character what <laughs> you don't know how it's pronounced say it, say it again say it again for the audience no anyway who's your favorite character um my favorite character in this you know what main character side character whatever the twat my favorite character is mr weasley arthur oh weasley. yeah mr weasley what in this film or forever in all films, in yeah. all films, I'm an Arthur Weasley stan. Yeah, but that's, that's because what... that's because in canon you are Arthur Weasley and I'm Mrs Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> yes, readers, that is true. Well, outside um, outside our canon in the Harry Potter verse, who's your favorite character? So not Mr Weasley. Who's your favorite character? No, it is Mr Weasley. I'm not no, but I mean like him. apart from Mr Weasley, who's your favorite? Apart from Mr Weasley, um. Apart from Mr. Weasley, you know, it's got to be Luna. Right, yeah. So we'll do we'll do our categories again. Who's your favourite from the main three? Main three, you know it's Hermione. It's yeah, got to exactly. be. Exactly, it's got to be Hermione. Because I'm a, I'm a Harry Potter hater, and I'm sorry. I so am. am I. So am I. He's we just like, he's, he's... But, you know, he's for good set, he's, Yeah, he's needed for the plot, but I I would rather he wasn't. So. But this is the, this is the thing. Harry is the MacGuffin, yeah. and the MacGuffins are never likable. Like yeah. Harry's not likable. Like he Frodo's needs to live. Why? Do you know what I mean? That's what it's like. Yeah, um, it's like Harry's not likable. Frodo's not likable. Katniss isn't likable. Like yeah, all like all these people out of trilogies that are like a symbolic like placeholder for some for a greater cause are never likable yeah. because they're. Like, like I said, they're MacGuffin. Saving them saves the world. Do you know so what I mean? So we have to save them, even though they're not in this book. Yeah. And I, you know what? They're hateable for a good reason. Because if you had that stress, if I, personally, if I had that stress on me, that, like, and if I was in Harry's position, position, I would be such a bitch. I would yeah, not be like at all. If you I were the boy be... who lived, I would literally be, like, Draco levels of wanker. Exactly, I mean, like you know, what I mean, like, he, like you can see why people don't like Harry because he's not charismatic, and it's not, you know, it's not his fault. Like he didn't choose this life; it just happened to him. You yeah. know what? It could have happened to anyone. So it happened to Neville. Exactly. It could. It could have. It could have been anyone. So, um, so top three is Hermione. What about? So my categories are the main three teachers mm-hmm. people in the order and other side characters so okay hermione's so my favorite of the top three then teachers uh-huh. who's your favorite teacher mcgonagall hands down right mine would be 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Remus. You go and Remus, are you? Yes, Remus. A solid choice. Yeah. Although I do like Dumbledore, but I hate him at the end. So. And my reasoning for McGonagall is, you know, she's consistent. Dude, sorry. She's consistent. Um, she's lovable. Um, she's very protective. Like, obviously, you don't see it really as much in the films. Yeah. Um, but there's but, lots of little things she does. Yeah, there's lots of little moments, and she's like. Just, she's she's lawful good do you know what yeah. I mean she's just an icon she stands up for what's right and she's not afraid to just put someone in their place she's just so cool yeah. I love her she's a baddie like she's, she's a baddie. yeah she is a baddie and in the end like in the final film she's just one fucking cool ass yeah. bitch I love her I love her to death and so yeah it's got to be McGonagall Love a wee bit of Minerva. Mm-hmm. And then the Order minus Remus. And then what about Order of the Phoenix? Who's your favourite in the Order? It's Arthur. Arthur, obviously. Yeah. Arthur Weasley, Arthur. Mr. Weasley. Mine would obviously be Sirius. But mm-hmm. if I had to choose another, it would be Tox. Mm-hmm. So. Mine is, is Sirius because... No, not serious. Mings is Arthur because, and we've talked about this personally, um, yeah. off air. Um, but Mings is Arthur because Arthur is just such a bad, like he's such a baddie. But in the best, no, way, it's like, not. He's not a baddie at all. He's an absolute himbo, and that's why we love him. Yeah, but no, he is a badass. He's a badass yeah. good guy. Like it's you know, he's fought, He's fought in two world wars. And he's let and he like lets his kids do the same because he knows And he loves muggles. Yeah, and he loves muggles. So he knows like he like he knows the danger that a world like a wizarding world war holds. But he knows that fighting it's for the right thing. And so he lets like all of his kids do it as well because he loses one of his kids because yeah and that that shit is like i don't know it's just the ultimate it's the ultimate sacrifice but also it's just like it just proves like how great of a guy he is and you know what he stands up to malfoy he's like we have different opinions of what disgraces the name of wizard malfoy aka you being a magical nazi yeah so um and yeah. he's ginger and all his family is ginger. Yeah, and he just... And the bottle, oil. Oh my god, here's another subcategory. What magical... Favourite location. What? <laughs> Favourite magical yeah, location. What's your, what magical house would you want to live in? Uh-huh. The bottle. It's got to be the bottle. The bottle, the bottle or, like, somewhere in, in Diagon Alley. You yeah, know? a little sublet, a little yeah. two-beds. Like, oh, actually, no, 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 somewhere in, what's the place next to Hogwarts called? Hogsmeade. Yeah, nah, somewhere in Hogsmeade. And live, like, nah, a I... cottagecore fantasy. Oh, no, wait, Hagrid's hut. No, wait. Oh, I don't know. I right, think if either... I have to choose one, the burrow. I think either the burrow or the safe cottage they go to um, when they're escaping Malfoy Manor, where Dobby dies on the beach. Where Fleur and Bill are. Oh, the, the shell film. cottage. Yeah, shell cottage. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, fine. We will elope to shell cottage in our okay. wizarding world. Sick, sick, sick. Nice. 
Sick. And then okay. what was next? So favorite place, and then it's favorite member of the order, which we've done, and then favorite side character who's not in any of those other categories. Oh, goobies. Um. So my favorite side character who's not in any of those other categories would be Luna. Yeah, that's fair. Favorite side character. Favorite side character. Um. Favorite side character. You know what, Hagrid. Hagrid is my uh-huh. favorite side character because again, he's just super pure and super wholesome. He loves that big fucking dog, and so do yeah. I. Yeah. And also, I thought of another one. Favorite couple of the series. Oh, favorite couple. So you have to choose one, and like that's hard choosing one favorite couple. I feel like the obvious answer for us would be like, obviously, Mister and Mrs. Weasley. Yeah, it's Molly uh, and Arthur for sure. But, but if it's not, yeah, if it's not Molly and Arthur, then it's Remus and Tonks. Yeah, yeah. Or I like Bill and Fleur too. You don't get to see much yeah. of them in the films, but there's a bit more interaction in the books, and I think like they they've got super sick backstory, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Like, remember mm-hmm. how when we googled how they met? They met in the ministry, didn't they? Oh yeah. No, they met at um, Gringotts. Oh yeah, the bank. She was a teller. Yeah, the bank. She was a teller, and he was like doing desk work for the order. There we go. How cute. Yeah. We love a bit of backstory. Oh my god, we need to yeah. Google. We need to go how Mr. and Mrs. Weasley met. Because oh imagine god. if we met in the order, we had because we had a twin flame fought there, babes. We, I was like, <laughs> how did Arthur and Molly meet? Because if they met in the order, that makes it even more badass. They didn't choose together yeah. to to join the order and raise kids. They both joined the order individually and then fell in love. That's star cross lovers right there. Wait, I'm checking if this is yeah. How did Molly and Arthur Weasley meet? Mm-hmm. It was at Hogwarts where Molly and Arthur Weasley, whom she, where Molly met met Arthur Weasley, who she began dating. One night they went out for a nighttime stroll, and whilst Arthur got caught by <laughs> by Apollon Apollon Pringle, she managed to get back to Gryffindor Tower at four in the morning and was told off by the fat lady. Oh, so they met at Hogwarts. All right, that's quite cute. So they must have been going out forever. Yeah. Iconic. They they are the OTP. They are. They are the OTP. They're, I ship. I ship. We're bringing back t- Tumblr language because no, when, when Tumblr was at its peak, that's when Harry Potter was at its peak. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. That is true. That and mm. fan fiction, which we won't go into. No, let's leave that one there. <laughs> let's leave that one there, yeah. Um, there was a lot of fan fiction about Harry Potter, though. Yeah, a lot of back in the fiction. day, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, final final question um, mm. on Prisoner of Azkaban is, where does it fall in your rating of the Harry Potter movies? I want to know. I've literally already answered this. Goblet of Fire oh, yeah, is it's your it's... Well, you want me to write mm. them all? No, well, yeah, yeah. I want to rank. Right. I want to hear you rank them all, every single one, from one to seven. Oh, Jesus! If right. there is, is there seven? Is there eight? There's eight. Okay, one to eight then. There's eight. Right. So, 
this is like how much I just enjoy them, isn't it? It's not how good I think they are as films. Yeah, no, they're vast, they're vastly different. The things that I think are good films and the things that I personally enjoy, complete other worlds. Yeah, it's like no, it's your personal opinion. Yeah, because Deathly Hallows Part One is one of my favorite Harry Potter films, but uh, how I read <laughs> it as an actual film is garbage. You know, no, it's it's your personal preference to the films. Okay, my personal preference, I would put. Goblet no, Goblet of Fire. Right, controversial because I have just said like five times that Goblet of Fire is my favorite film. I think it's the most visually interesting, but I wouldn't rate it as my personal favorite. So I'm mm. gonna go Deathly Hallows Part One as my favorite. Uh huh. Controversial, and then I would do Goblet of Fire. Uh huh. Then Half Blood Prince. Yeah. Then, order no. Then Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh huh. Then Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Then Deathly Hallows Part Two. Mm-hmm. And then the first two. I don't care what order. Nice. maybe the first. Maybe maybe we would do Chamber of Secrets, and then the first one would be last because the first one is good, but it's like a pilot. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're introducing the Wizarding World. It's super exciting, but not a lot actually happens. Although we do love that chess game. Actually, yeah, we we'll do. swap oh them God, about. We'll swap them about. Chamber of Secrets can be last because I've seen Chamber okay. of Secrets so many times because it used to be my mm-hmm. favorite. That it can get bumped to last because I'm that yeah. makes me scary as fuck. Yeah. And so my rating would be a um, Half Blood Prince number yep. one. It's got to be, and then um, Prisoner of Azkaban second. Order of the Phoenix third, um, Goblet of Fire fourth, Deathly Hallows part two fifth, Deathly Hallows part one sixth, and then the first one and the second one. It, it's very interesting that we both put the first one, the second one, bump to the end. I think that's very, very for a reason because. The first two ones are the most kid friendly and the least happens, but also they're happier. And like the tone, yeah, we like, we like yeah. a dark, twisted character development tone. I think. Yeah, I agree. But also, I think the second, um, Chamber of Secrets is last for me because it's. I think it's just bit so boring. You so think it's too long, don't you? In such yeah. a long time, like. Yeah. It's just so and they're trying to build up the long. tension. I think at that point they had to figure out the pacing because, yeah. like, obviously that film's probably just as long as Order of Phoenix, but Order the Book of Order of Phoenix is about twice as long. So they're trying to drag it out yeah. so all the films are sort of equal in length. But you could probably pack mm-hmm. Chamber of Secrets into a good hour and a half. And have it be done. Literally, and it's but, and it's two and a half hours long. Like, but I think obviously they didn't want to. They didn't want to ruin the pacing for the other films because the books just get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. So, like, if they had made those films, the first two, three hours long, mm-hmm. and the last two, three hours long, there's going to feel a, it's a lot of slower because, like, a lot more happens in a lot in a shorter span of time. So. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I think they knew that they to have consistency as a series, they'd have to. Otherwise, they'd have to do like 
two parters for all of them. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Agreed. So that really that comes to the end of my questions. Um, I think I had like for like <laughs> I'm so dumb. I was like fun question. Well, yeah. Um, also fun what's question. Your, what's your house? What's your house? What's your Patronus? Um, my house is Hufflepuff, and my Patronus. Mm-hmm. I've got I have two Pottermores, so I've got two. One was like a Scottish nice. Scottish wildcat, and mm-hmm. and one was like a ferret. Nice. So very nice. baby for me. What mm-hmm. about you? I'm sticking um, with the Scottish wildcat though, because that was my second and more accurate Pottermore. Yeah. I'm going with Scottish wildcat because also that's my favorite. Nice. Yeah. Um, how about me? I um, am a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I think my Patronus I like you also did it twice I can't remember what my first one was but I knew I was disappointed with it that's why I did it again yeah. <laughs> Um, and I think the second time I got a hair uh huh like Luna yeah like Luna like Luna I got a hair so feeling very 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 blessed um yeah with the, with that patronus yeah um so that was pretty like, much brilliant. yeah badger i love badgers man oh i know i'm sad i didn't get an otter the fuck yeah i don't mind was an otter that's so cute yeah but do you think they all there. come in animals yeah yeah i think or do you so. think one of them's like a big tie Nah, it's got to be animals, I think. Because it's like your spirit animal. That's like what it's meant to be. I see. I see. So. Your spirit animal's a big tie. <laughs> that Patronus is a big tie, yes. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. So that would be like insects. Because imagine if your Patronus was just hunters of little butterflies. That'd be so cute. Yeah. Or imagine if it was a slug. <laughs> eat slugs imagine mouth boy. imagine if eat slugs mouth boy <laughs> imagine if it's just like a beetle like a fucking glowing beetle hello hi what I was laughing oh okay so, yeah, I, think, I think you cut out there Oh, I was saying, I was saying, imagine if your Patronus was literally, imagine just going to be like, expect a Patronum, and then it's just like, worm. How embarrassing. Imagine you're in Harry's wee Patronus class and everyone's pure whipping out dogs and like deer and dragons and fish and shit, and yours is like, a worm. Just a little worm. Little earthworm. Nah, I'd love that. That is in Madison. Nah, that's mad in Madison. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of Prisoner of Azkaban questions. And then I think David's asked us to talk about the new Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. No, is that what it's called? Fantastic Beasts and Where to yeah. Find Them trailer? Yeah. David asked for a lot of things, things that he will never get. 
because I've not watched it yet. <laughs> but let's you know what? It. Well, I've watched it. Uh, Do you want to hear my onions? My yeah. spicy onions. So here's my here's my onions. Um, oh, is it called the Secrets I... of Dumbledore? <gasps> yeah. You know what? Right here, look, before you get your onion, I will give my my thoughts and feelings on the Fantastic Beast series. Right. Uh-huh. Watched obviously watched the first one when it came out. Was uh-huh. like devastated because I thought it was going to be basically Harry Potter again. You know. Yeah. Like I thought we were getting another Harry Potter. And then yeah. when it was sort of a bit lack, when it was a bit lackluster, I said no. Then when I found out Johnny Depp was gonna be in it, I was super, super excited because obviously mm-hmm. I I love Johnny Depp, but then all the then all the controversy with the second one, all the controversy was happening mm-hmm. with JK Rowling and with Johnny Depp, and I thought I'm not gonna watch it. So I've literally only seen the first one once. I've not mm-hmm. seen the second one and I've literally taken nothing to do with any of it. But then yeah. I did see on TikTok, obviously, that this one's about Dumbledore and it's gotten me excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Because well, like Johnny Depp's you not want in to this know one. the depth of his character. Yeah. Johnny Depp's not in this one. Yeah. He's being recast. As, with Mads Mickelson, as you know. With Mads Mickelson, yeah. Yeah. Which honestly is way better casting. He should have been it from the start because Mads Mickelson, hella sexy. Yeah. But I feel a bit bad for Johnny Depp because he's mentally just going through it and he's and he's been yeah. out. You know what? I'm I'm not touching I'm not touching that. Yeah, because yeah, you know what, there's a lot going on there. And you know what? He's obviously been a victim of abuse, so Yeah. You know. We support victims of abuse here at First Times Films. So, yeah, we do. That's the PSA. That's the PSA for this episode. Yep. Right. Continue. Um, but yeah, I saw the trailer. I think it looks subpar. To be honest, I don't think it looks exciting. At, like with most of the Fantastic Beast films, I think it's just. You know what? Harry Potter ended. You know, it's done. And J.K. Rowling needs literally no more excuses to make money and to try and yeah. make more crap. Do you know what I mean? So like she like she doesn't need we don't we don't support J.K. Rowling here at first time films or at least at Heather. <laughs> um, at Heather Heldish Productions, we don't support her. Um for reasons that probably listeners will know about, but if you don't, go educate yourself. Um, like, and I just think the fantastic, like, Harry Potter was done. You know what I mean? The books yeah. were done, the films were done, leave it done. I don't like when people, when things are, like, rebooted again and again and again. Like, no one asked for Fantastic Beast films, and I don't think they're good. And it's, like, just, like, I just... I the trailer is so unenticing. Like I don't want to hear. There's a lot of hot people in it, though. Sorry, I'm just looking at the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should give it a go. There's a lot of hot people in it. There is a lot of hot people. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's got something going for it there. Yeah. The casting, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Nice <laughs> true, nice true. But yeah, it just looks in my personal opinion, it looks 
lot closer. Like all the other films have been shit. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. looks more exciting though? The Bond. reunion. Yes. I'm so excited. I, I can't believe that they're they're again they're they're continuing with the Harry Potter thing. But also I think it's also mainly for younger Harry Potter fans because imagine how devastating it must be. Like obviously, like we said, we were Harry Potter kids. But imagine how devastating mm. it would be to like be a child now. Like my cousin Elliot is really into Harry Potter uh-huh. and be really into the films and really into it. And then nothing's coming out, and it's just like yeah, there's no the thing that you like even. has a limit. Like it's over, and now it'll like yeah, it's like yeah. liking a band that all the members have died. It's like nothing will ever yeah. come of it again. Whereas I feel like doing yeah. the reunion and doing the fan- Fantastic Beasts, even though it's like sort of clutching its straws possibly for money, it's it is a continuation for younger, newer fans, mm-hmm. and it's a way to bring yeah. fans back into. And it's like also like a great way, obviously, for like parents and kids to to bond mm-hmm. it's like something that they grew up with that they can pass on to their kids and it's still current and like cool and hip rather than it being yeah. like this dumb thing that nerdy thing that they used to like when they were younger do you know yeah i think as i think as well like i'm not that bothered about the reunion versus the fantastic beast thing because you know what the reunion everyone you know all franchises have a re- reunion they're mostly yeah. corny you know 20 years later all right get everyone back whatever that's uh-uh. you know what it's, it looks like it, it's like it? a, it's like a little chat show almost it yeah. reminds me of the the kardashian wrap-up at the end of the season <laughs> it's, it's given me it's given me the all set in the yeah. couch it's given me yeah. ellen without ellen which is what i want yeah. to say ellen do you know what i mean um, you know, is it a bit of is the reunion a bit of a cash cow? Absolutely, but I just I have. Less I think Fantastic Beast is probably more of a cash cow. Yeah, in the reunion, and I just like Fantastic less... Beast is like clutching at straws, making new films out of nothing for no reason. Whereas yeah. the reunion is people want to see that people would like. To yeah, see exactly. They are now. And, and also like... that the actors would want to share the magic. Yeah. I think I think you pretty much got it there. Like the Fantastic Beast films, like no one really cares. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, it's not like people have gone out and when the one Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them book, and it's like, oh, I'm, oh, I'm rearranged yeah. about this Fantastic Beast film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but people, you know, people love a reunion. They're like, oh, everyone's getting back together. You know, share. You know, reminisce, go down memory lane. It's the nostalgia that everyone's hoping for. So, uh-huh. so that's 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 my takes on the reunion and on the and on the new Fantastic Beast film. Fantastic yeah. Beast looks like it sucks. Probably money going down the <laughs> toilet there. Um, the reunion. I think the Americans probably... are more excited about Fantastic Beasts than British people. Yeah, I've not seen many British people. I've not seen many British people being all about it. I've not seen right. anyone be all about it except three girls Amazing. on Tumblr. On yeah. But yeah, my mm. favourite takeaway from the reunion trailer was Ralph Fiennes. Is that how you say his name? Oh, Ray Fiennes, yeah. Yeah. Basically saying that the reason he took the role was because his like niece and nephew were like 
really big fans of the books and he was like he went in and he was like I've I've been asked if I'll do this role of like some sort of book like playing this Lord Voldemort and they were like Lord Voldemort you have to do it <laughs> that's why like, any adult takes any kid's thing yeah ever. and it's a sin though because imagine like being those that niece and nephew you're like oh my god like my uncle's gonna be Lord Voldemort and it's literally like the least likable character but I mean nah, that, that's I down, that's just good acting exactly exactly um so i think that brings everything to a close for okay. this week's for this week's podcast oh wait wait um, i have one more question for you oh one more question favorite favorite villain in harry potter favorite villain like you know how each of the films have a villain i want I to know villain, your yeah. favorite villain from like who was the villain of the film and also your favorite death eater Go favorite death eater. Okay. Yeah, my favorite, favorite death eater yeah. is and my favorite death eater is Narcissa Malfoy. Yeah. And my favorite death death eater is Bellatrix. So chosen sisters there. Yeah, sissy. Uh huh. Um, and then my favorite villain. Um, so hard because so many of them are Voldemort. Like. Well, no, you know what? Not really. favorite, the first one it comes through villain, different. Yeah, and every, everyone it comes through different people. My favorite villain is Barty Crouch Jr. Yes, that's he rocks it from the car. He rocks it from the car block. Yeah, Barty Crouch Jr. is a good one. Yeah, great. I love the twist with Alistair Moody. It's a great, it's a great yeah. performance from all. Yeah, my favorite villain, controversial, yeah. and we're gonna leave it on a controversial point. My favorite, villain, my favorite villain is Dumbledore. Because <gasps> I feel like, because I feel like in Order of Phoenix and in a bit in Half Blood Prince, where he's not talking to Harry, won't tell him what was going on, and also the fact that he knows everything that's going to happen and does it anyway makes him a bit of a villain. And I think definitely in Half Blood Prince, he's like the villain of the the film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he is the villain, but you know what? There's just there's good within evil, you know. I mean, and with yeah, evil, and, that can be and evil within good. Yeah. So that's oh. a controversial note. I'm glad we're leaving it there. Controversial onion, Dumbledore is gay. Is a, a baddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> is a gay well, baddie. Yes, that's canon. It's canon that he's gay, but he's a gay baddie. It's like me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's it <laughs> that's, the, that's where we're ending it <laughs> yep that's how we're ending it guys okay bye bye <laughs>